0: We're sisters, best friends, and authors on a mission to help you stoke your creative fire and live the life of your dreams. We believe that purpose fuels passion and that creativity is your secret weapon for mass construction. There's never been a better time to bless the world with your dream realized. You're listening to The Kate and Abby Show.
1: What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Kate and Abby Show. This is episode 29. And we're super stoked to have you here today. It's um, We're filming this on the first day of NaNoWriMo.
0: Yeah, November 1st It'll be like November Oh, November 2nd when you listen to it Yeah, November 2nd
1: We're filming it on a very cold, rainy, blustery November 1 Mm. To all of you who are doing NaNoWriMo Best of luck Have a fun time If you feel all uptight and stressed out Maybe you want to take a little break And go listen to our last like five episodes On how to relax and enjoy yourself (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah that'd be a good idea don't let don't let the pressure get to you there's really no pressure when you think about it in the grand scheme of things there's no pressure today we're talking about how to write realistic fight scenes and writing fight scenes in general and we're going to be like breaking all that down yeah this is something
0: that i think is we're really passionate about <laughs> i love writing fight scenes so much like i've Me talked too. about it on my channel before but yeah everyone knows how much i love writing fight scenes which is funny because like I feel like I I don't really come across as a person who's like, yeah. I love fight now, scene. I feel
1: like you don't all, you also don't like write them super often yeah, because of maybe the that's genre why. you're writing. So I feel like you like savor it a lot. Whereas mm-hmm. like basically almost every day I'm writing a fight scene, writing True. fantasy.
0: True. So an urban fantasy sci-fi thriller type of stuff. Yeah. It's like it comes up a lot. If there's a fight scene in a contemporary, that's like a legit fight you know something's really wrong. Right.
1: Because there were a few of those in like 100 days. Yeah.
0: But they were like mostly just for fun. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So so whenever there's like real conflict, it's pretty intense. Yeah. So, yeah. But, you know, from both perspectives, it's kind of cool. Because you have a lot of the high fantasy slash, um, you know, superpowers and sci-fi elements in your fight scenes. Whereas mine are usually more like just... fists (laughs) fists <laughs> right yeah like fist fighting fist street fight yeah
1: yeah um i i think that there's definitely a real art to it and you see like oh like you guys should hear us when me and abby are watching films and there's fight scenes being like oh like that would happen oh like that punch would have that impact like that guy would be able to throw that hook from that you know it's like it's we get really uh Really picky choosy because a lot of times fight scenes,
0: especially in film, are so unrealistic. Right. So we're we're taking this topic from the perspective of our own training in martial arts and learning more about it, which has really just completely changed the way I look at fight scenes, and I know it's changed the way you look at fight scenes too. And it makes them more enjoyable to write, I think, when you actually know some stuff about hand-to-hand combat, Mm -hmm. it makes it like fun to write because you're not like flying blind through it. You actually know what terminology to use and you know how to write it in a way that's realistic. So yeah, we're going to bring some of that knowledge into today's episode.
1: Yeah, exactly. And for those of you who are curious, um, I've trained Shotokan karate for about six years. And i um, intermixed with, like, some Qigong and stuff, which is, like, lesser known, more Zen martial arts. Um, and, like, you've trained with yeah. me uh, yeah. doing Shotokan for, like, how many years have you?
0: I mean, we started around the same time. Yeah. But I feel like you've done more as far as, like, actually showing up to practice this right. more diligently. But we've both, you know, trained quite a bit over the past right. five, six years-ish. Right. So, Yeah. Collected quite a bit of knowledge along the way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially in, like, self-defense and practical um, hand-to-hand combat in, like, situations that you'd actually find yourself in. Mm-hmm. Uh, more so than, like, competition-style right. training. So I feel like that's helpful for the writing process because yeah. you're going to most likely be writing about different fight scene scenarios with all different types of characters from different walks of life and right. probably not writing like a karate competition right but, exactly. But maybe <laughs> yeah if you're writing
1: like you know about ufc or something it's probably going to be a little it's going to feel different than yeah. writing about you know your character maybe in a fantasy book uh getting attacked in the woods or yeah. someone in a contemporary book uh having a you know getting into a confrontation on the street it's going to feel different right but yeah. I think that there's some basic principles for each one that um, can really help. The first one that comes to my mind immediately for books, you can tell me what you think because you read more, pacing.
0: Mm, yeah. So
1: many fights like, are so
0: overly described. Yeah. You're seeing it in slow motion. Yeah. Essentially.
1: Yeah, you're seeing it it, like really slowed down. Yeah. And no fight, especially from the first person, is ever going to feel like that.
0: Right. Yeah, and I talked about this a lot in my video on pacing and descriptions um, about how pacing really is the length of time that it takes you to read something. Because that's how fast you see it going by. So right. if you're going into these lengthy descriptions about what each person is doing and how they're moving and what kind of uh, punches or kicks they're throwing, then we're going to be seeing it like happening at the pace at which we read, right? <laughs> which is going to be really slow and almost like slow motion if, yes. if you're going into great detail about all of these things. And yeah. also with like um, the detail of what is actually happening. So by that, I mean like what kicks they're actually throwing, what punches they're actually throwing. Most of the time, especially like you said, if it's in first person and it's in a quick altercation between two people, you're not really going to be aware of what the other person is doing exactly down right. to precise details. Like, oh, they just threw a roundhouse kick. Instead, yeah. you'd probably be like, I feel like a baseball bat just slammed into my ribs, you know? Exactly. You want to be thinking about like what was the technical detail of what they just yeah, did to me. Yeah, because <laughs> what it does is it makes you feel completely detached from yeah. the action.
1: You exactly. feel detached from the action because you're more like the narrator. Yeah. The the disembodied narrator telling you what's happening to the character, yes. which if that's the case if that's how you're writing then that's kind of a different thing. But if you're writing from a first person perspective, and you're like, oh, he, you know, blisters me with a roundhouse kick, or you know, right? There's no
0: pain in that. Yeah, <laughs> there's um, no feeling.
1: Right, exactly. It, it's just, it's too technical. Yeah, and it slows it down and makes you feel. Also, it's unrealistic because, and, and at least this is my my personal opinion. Um, being doing karate for so long, when you're in, um, because I've been in and out of dojo environments. And, you know, you'll, you'll get, you'll get tapped, you'll, you'll get, you know, you'll get hit a little bit, not, not in an aggressive way, but, you know, working with your, with your partner, you're supposed to have some contact involved right. to kind of get familiarized with that. And of course you have gear on, so it's safe. But, you know, even with the gear on, sometimes we'll be like, oh, wow. And you're kind of like, your brain is like in a different mode because you're like, whoa, that, you know, that hurt a little bit. Oh my gosh. You know, it, it puts you in a different mindset. Um, that you're now thinking about that. So if you if someone really like punched you, you're you're not gonna be like, oh. And then I see his buddy out of the corner of my eye doing this and talking to that person, and I see this happen, and I and then he throws this technique followed by this technique. Right. All you're gonna be thinking is, oh my god, my face hurts. Yeah. So you're. It, it's like. It just feels, not that I'm saying the character can't notice any detail, but they would be noticing a lot less because this huge distraction of getting hit Mm would have happened. And now all your attention is absorbed into, oh my gosh, survival mode, I just got hit in the face. Right, exactly. Unless it's like a UFC fighter. Then Mm -hmm. maybe they're noticing everything else because they're so used to getting hit in the face. Otherwise, they're not going to be that used to it. That's something that's just that has has become so clear from doing martial arts is um you're 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 gonna fritz, right? You're gonna be in a totally different mindset,
0: which really is a, all about making your fight scenes character driven, yes. <laughs> in a way because it all depends on who the character is. right. Like you said, if they're a fighter, if they're used to getting hit, they're gonna take a hit differently than somebody who's never been hit before. right. Um, it, yeah, it, it's it is shocking. And also there is, the, the most important thing, I think, to remember is the F3 response, which is fight, flight, or freeze. Mm. And everybody has one. Everybody yeah. has one that you immediately go to um, when something really uh, sudden happens to you, either whether it's a punch or whether it's even just some kind of contra- confrontation or even somebody shoving you. Right. Could be... Um, you know, jarring. startling, yeah, jarring, exactly. To say the very least, yeah. So, what? How do you? How does this character respond? I think that's like the most important question to ask yourself when you're starting to write a fight scene is how? Who is this character, and what is their F three response based on who they are as a character? Right. Are they going to immediately go into fight mode and try to shove this person and punch this person back? Are they going to freeze? which a lot of people do, (laughs) most people do. A
1: lot of people. Or are they
0: going to try to run away? Right. Like, what is their instinctual gut reaction? And figuring out what that is will really help you to write the whole scene in a way that feels smooth and um, realistic. Because if you have the character freeze up at first, and then they suddenly become, like, a fight mode type of person, and then, like, halfway through they become a flee mode type of person, it's going to feel inconsistent and, like, jarring you know right like people have everybody has their own um default response to like a physical confrontation like that right so i think it's important to figure that out first and then from there be like okay how would they respond to each thing that's going to get thrown at them
1: exactly yeah i think that's so important because everyone's going to tackle it differently and that being said once you have your character kicks in and now they're fighting in whatever scenario um and this can this can apply to if you're writing a, a like fistfight uh type of a, a hand-to-hand combat or if you're writing you know a, a sci-fi gunfight or something is these um and again this kind of tags on to pacing but having lags between responses like you know i punch him out and he falls down and then all this stuff like i see this so much and even in film where it'll be like the character you know catches their breath for a minute and takes a dramatic step back and then looks over their shoulder at, you know, their love interest. <laughs> and then you go back to the villain. They're still trying to get up. It's not going to – it never happens like that in real life. The one-punch knockout. Yeah, the one-punch <laughs> knockout. These, like, these lagging responses that are so um, unnatural for a real-life scenario Yeah, that I'm like – It wouldn't take that long for that guy to get back up. And also this character is just like standing there with their hands in their pockets. First of all, you'd have so much adrenaline coursing through your veins. You wouldn't be like, oh, you know, I'm just going to chill here for a minute. Like these (laughs) these just seem like really – large lags in responses to things. It'd be more like, you know, that character getting knocked down, scrambling to their feet. You, what is your character doing? They're trying to get away. And so when you have that action, 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 it's like, ooh, ooh, what's next? You know what I mean? Right. Not like, oh, uh, okay, we're having a pause. Now fighting. And then a pause. Now fighting. You know, a lot of a lot of um Books and movies do that with how they edit the film because they'll go to like the response of the crowd and then the response of the love interest and then, you know, then the guy standing there flipping his hair back. And it's like (laughs) no one has time for all that. This would be happening so much faster. Right. And, and instead, we we take time for all these responses. Right. And um, that's why, like, it's so refreshing to see a film that does, like, a very realistic fight scene. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of Black Belt. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a really not very well-known film. Yeah. But go look it up. <laughs> go look it up and watch It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, end of that, some of the most realistic that whole film really. martial arts I've like, ever seen. Yeah. Yes. Very, very realistic. Very realistic. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And th- that being said, like the the actual physical responses happening in your characters as they're fighting, they're going to be fatigued. They're going to be struggling to um, keep up the their strength and their um stanima throughout the fight scene okay it's not just going to be like oh we have an endless amount of energy to just keep beating each other up like you have to also take into consideration those factors that like same with the the how you know punching a person doesn't knock them out (laughs) like you have to also take into consideration like the different if you're working with like human characters who don't have superhuman abilities (laughs) yeah like take into consideration that they have human limitations as well so they're going to be having they're going to be physically taxed by actually fighting and that being said i think it's also important to look at um, one of the things that annoys me so much about the strong female character trope Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's like the over cliched strong female character is that she can always like beat up the bad guys no matter how big or strong they are because she's just a tough female character and she has like no limitations Mm -hmm. because even though she's smaller and weaker technically and that just really annoys me because it's like you had a moment you had this great opportunity to showcase how technique wins the fight Mm -hmm. not strength right um and that's one of the things that you learn through training martial arts or any type of um hand-to-hand combat and it's so so valuable to learn that especially with self-defense training um because if you know the right technique, you can control your opponent's body um, with very little strength and force. And I feel like that's a missed opportunity in a lot of um, a lot of books, a lot of movies that I see that it's like the strong female characters just has like this superhuman strength and she can just like beat up these big dudes without like breaking a sweat. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so dumb. It's unrealistic. Right. And to me, it's not empowering because it's actually not if you're like trying to make her like a role model for young women or women in general, it's actually not like helping them in any way because if they actually tried to just like bulldoze a big guy, they couldn't do it. Like they would need to have specific techniques and know how to control their opponent with a technique rather than just brute force.
1: Right. That's the thing I think is so important whenever you're writing whatever character if you're writing a character who's going up against someone way 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 larger then you have to take into consideration they aren't going to do well if they muscle their way through it
0: right because the have, other person will always outmuscle you right
1: <laughs> so if you're going up against someone way way bigger then you're going to have to call on more than strength right to incorporate into the the fight scene it's yeah. going to have to be uh technique that's involved. Which I think a lot of people, uh, a lot of writers who do not have experience in martial arts get intimidated by writing technique because where to even begin. You know what I mean? So I think that um, there are like one of the best things if you're not going to try martial arts, which number one would be try martial arts. It will change (laughs) how you write fight scenes. It will change how you write hand-to-hand combat
0: um and it will also help you in the real
1: world <laughs> it'll help you in the real world to help you be more aware of your surroundings it's a very empowering um practice it's very uh there's so many elements to martial arts it's such an ancient art form it has so many benefits but we could go on and on about that yeah. but um i think that if you're not going to try it then watch it mm. watch fight scenes um not in real life. Don't go over real life unless it's a competition, obviously. <laughs> yes. Don't seek out confrontations to see it what happens. Um but like uh you can watch so many martial arts techniques on YouTube. There's amazing dojo channels that will upload, yeah, like
0: real people fighting yeah. and, and teaching techniques, not yeah. like Hollywood does, right? Not Hollywood fighting. <laughs> I mean, there's a few that are good, but yeah. they're hard to find. I always hear people be like, "Oh, watch fight scenes in movies." I'm like, "Are you kidding?" Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly, because like, no. <laughs> um, like. Okay, watching la- last night, I watched for the first time the the, the Snow White and the Huntsman 2, <laughs> the Winters War, whatever, whatever the, whatever the heck it's called. There's like a fight scene in that that's like the editing in it is so fast that you can barely really see what's happening. But there's like the main character especially is hit and thrown and has stuff smashed over his head so many times <laughs> that I'm like, this character would be dead, first yeah. of all. He wouldn't and then of course two seconds later it's like the you know wakes up from being unconscious and is like fully functioning, not a bruise on his face. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is so uh. not what I'd be like. And I think that's important is remember what happened in the fight. Where was the character injured? Were they hit over the head? Were they kicked in the ribs? Did they have their legs sweeped out from under them? Make notes as you're doing the fight scene. Okay, they're getting hit here. They're getting hit here. They got punched in the eye. So now, like, let's say they get knocked unconscious and they wake up. Where's the pain points? Where are the pain points going to be? Because if you just have, oh, I get up and brush myself off, just like every every Marvel hero, you know, (laughs) it makes it feel like you know that moment when the actor just wipes all the make all, well, all the blood makeup off yeah. and now they're good to go so <laughs> that's what makes the fight scene feel yeah. fake is when there's no actual aftermath there's no consequences <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> Nothing, nothing. So it's just like fight after yeah. fight, and what happens after a while, and like I was noticed that you've been watching the movie is it's like every fight scene you don't really feel their pain anymore yeah. because they don't reflect any pain at all. Yeah. It's just like oh, gets kicked in the ribs and like thrown across the front lawn, and then he gets right back up and starts fighting. So you're just like oh, that's not even painful, right? You it's know like what I mean? It stops become... triggering emotional response, and it's just right. kind of like watching like this really um stimulating imagery, do you know what yeah. i mean? It has no consequence. It's like no consequences following the action. So i think that's important to have pain points have struggle and then afterwards in the aftermath make sure you're bringing in what are the pain points now and lo- and look up research, you know, if they if they if they broke a rib or or even if they badly bruised something. It's going to take a long time
0: to recover from. It's not going to be like
1: the next morning, I feel all better. You know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. So,
0: especially if you're not used to getting beat up or hurting yourself, yeah, <laughs> then it's gonna be really like jarring right. and and um, it's gonna be more painful for somebody who's not used to it. Right, and for somebody who's used to it, so that's another thing to take into consideration. Is and going back to like the character thing, like some characters will be more resilient than others, right? Um, and it doesn't matter like you know their size or anything like that. It's it's has to do with just how used how used to getting hurt
1: are you, right? You know, um, and when we say used to hurting yourself, we mean like in martial arts training, like getting bumps and bruises. Don't don't hurt yourself. Yeah, (laughs) um. But yeah, like I think that's absolutely true because you're going to be more callous in a, right. in a good. You're going to be more used to it. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna have that thicker skin. You're gonna be like less. You're gonna be less um, sensitive, right? For
0: sure. Now with something like um, techniques of um, like self defense techniques that we've learned, like um, you know lockouts and manipulations right. and stuff like that, those get to be pretty intricate. Yeah, that it's like. If you're going to have intricate things, I think, in a fight scene that you have to put a little bit more description into, right. then have that be like the focal point of how your character is going to get out of something. Mm. Like have that almost be like the punchline of the fight. right? Um, especially if they end up winning through this technique. yeah. Um, rather than like you are using all these different lockouts and you're describing these, cl- <laughs> describing right. these complicated because things. you don't want the reader to be bogged yeah. down with like, what exactly am i reading and even with a lot of these intricate lockouts like and techniques rather um don't even try to describe them the way that your sensei or your teacher or anybody on youtube describes them try to describe them with as few words as possible in a very simple way that most people will understand right so like for instance in 100 days of sunlight there's a there's a scene with a a special right. lockout that I really am Isn't fond it? of.
1: This, this one?
0: <laughs> yep. That one right there. This the one, um, which is grabbing a few fingers of a person's hand and essentially bending them backwards. And right. that's how I described it. Like I could describe it with technical terms. But right. I tried I tried to keep it as simple as possible. Um just the very basic essentials of what you need quickly to piece together what's happening here. Same with things like chokes. Like, you don't want to get super intricate of, like, where are your fingers going on the person's neck? Like, don't don't even go into any of that. Like, just go into what is the very basic essentials that you need to know of, like, what's happening between these characters. Right. So as few words as possible so that you can know quickly, so that you can tell the reader quickly what's going on.
1: Right, otherwise it's going to feel like they are watching it in slow motion moving by. Yeah,
0: exactly. And then they'll probably have to read the description over and over again to be like, okay, what are they doing? And then your fight scene (laughs) becomes... Boring, which yeah. is the
1: very last thing you want your fight scene to be. You want it to be quick and punchy, literally, literally punchy. Yeah, <laughs> literally punchy and exciting yeah. to read. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I think that's that's a lot of good crash course in, in fight scenes yeah. from two uh, uh, martial artists slash writers. Yeah, and like we said before, I mean, I I highly recommend. Even just taking like a short self-defense course, yeah, is gonna help you so much with writing fight scenes and also help you in the real world to just feel more confident and aware of your surroundings and just more confident in protecting yourself. And knowing these things can be really helpful in the real world, but also especially in writing. If you never use them in real life, that's a good thing actually. yeah, um you will use them in writing. So it's it's a really um it's research.
1: Yeah, it is. It's great research and it's great <laughs> fitness too. It's great yes. for fitness, great workout. Yeah. Something you can do with, you know, a buddy, a sibling, a, a bestie, a parent. It's it's a great thing to get involved in. Something that's awesome for someone of any age. It's one of those things that really has something to offer everybody. Yeah. But we hope you guys got something out of this. Comment below if you're watching on YouTube and tell us if you've written any fight scenes. What genre do you write? Is it like high fantasy fight scenes with dragons and swords and all that stuff, or is it like you know, like sci-fi space combat,
0: or port? or um, rom coms with occasional fist fights? Rom coms with
1: occasional <laughs> fist fights. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to know what you think. If you'd like to support the show, feel free to do so at patreon.com slash the kate and abby show and as always it means a lot to us when you guys share each episode with a friend with a writer bud that might need a little bit of inspiration in their day and we hope you guys got something out of it we'll see you in the next episode till then stay stoked and rock on